live from the Huntington Hilltop. Coming to you from the last homeless free zone in Orange County. In the morning, Nathan Penetration. In the morning, Brian Black. So you were saying no Christmas, Christmas gifts, no tech gifts. That's what you said, I think. Yeah, not this year. I don't even get a gift card to use on tech, tech, something to buy that's tech related. So yeah, um, got some nice cologne, uh, soap, uh, like expensive soap, French stuff, um, and gift cards. <laughs> I mostly got clothes. Clothes are Pant- good. Pants I can fit, fit in. Okay. It's because I've been trying to achieve my final form. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, consuming the carbs. Uh, yeah, I know. I know what that's like. I think I'm permanently stuck at a 34 now. I don't think I'll ever get below that. I'd be surprised. You'd have to start doing meth and walking all crazy, lifting your knees well, too high like you're walking in the dark. What you got to do is like when I worked at the airport, you got to walk like eight miles a day and then oh, you'll get yeah. down to like a size 29. Yeah. Then it doesn't matter what you eat. I did get one technology gift. And that was the AirPods Pro. Oh, Nice. And that is a fantastic product. You know what's funny? Uh, I was gonna, I was thinking about getting some through Best Buy with their holiday financing that they do because I have a store card with them, and they have been sold out. I think there was like one day that I checked like a month ago where one store had them in stock. It was in my area. They're completely sold out, like at all the Best Buys, and like within two hundred fifty miles. That's a lot of people eager to spend two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, you can get them. You can get them on Amazon. They had them for a little bit less. Yeah, they're like, I think that you can get them for like two thirty-five on Amazon, but I doubt you can still get them at that price. They're pretty surprising that you can get that much. Uh, Noise cancellation in your pocket. They're always on you. I do have those Sony's, the the big cans that are, uh, I don't remember what the model number was. It was like WH some number. Um, I'll have to look it up and put it in the show notes, but the way that they do noise canceling is a little different or, or the amount that they can noise cancel is a little different. When I go from transparency mode with the AirPods, which, by the way, is far superior to the Sony's transparency mode, when I go to the noise-canceling mode, it really suppresses a lot of the conversations around me, but there's certain impulse noises, like things banging around that penetrate the AirPods, so I still hear those. But when I wear the Sony's, it covers pretty much everything up. But about the same level. But the Sony's are cans, though. They go over your ears. Yeah. So they've got that foam and everything that right. really does a lot of the more, job. Yeah, more isolation. But I've combined both of them at work now. So I put the AirPods Pro on with noise cancellation, and then I put the Sony's over it without anything. And 
I can't hear a thing. Huh. Which is dangerous. I could totally, somebody could walk up behind me and club me over the head and uh, steal my organs, leave me in a pool, <laughs> in a hotel. <laughs> and, a, uh, and a bathtub full of ice. Yeah. <laughs> and stitches. <laughs> so I just have to be careful. I'll set up a little mirror. And if I, if anybody comes up behind me with a club, I'll know. Yeah. The gestures on the AirPods Pro are different. You don't tap it anymore. So you don't have that loud smack smack inside your ear. Uh, you grip it, you kind of squeeze it and it makes a clicking noise and it gives the illusion that there's a button there, but there isn't. It's like a pressure sensor. You just broke up a little bit when you were saying that. Oh, so the illusion of something sensor. It gives the um, the illusion of a button. It's actually just a pressure sensor. Okay. Let me reconnect. I think it's just my ISP, but it could be the VPN. Disconnected from server. Connected. And I'm back. So yeah, pressure sensor and. Yeah, there's no buttons on the device, but it gives you the illusion of a of a button. Because of the click sound. The the thing about the AirPods Pro is that the rubber gasket actually makes putting them in and taking them out kind of low speed. It's a yeah, lot slower. You gotta, you gotta fit them kind of in your ear, like push them yeah. in and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when they had the um the in ear ear pods? Like I do. they weren't before they were called ear pods. They were the, the wired ones. Yeah. They had a one of a yeah, kind. I had those. Yep. And someone stole them. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, those Why? things were actually pretty good. Someone's walking around with your earwax in their ear. Some fag. I think it was. I think I had those in high school, and someone stole them. I think I had them in my locker, my gym locker, or my backpack, or something. And I left it in class. I think some faggot stole them. Might have been Auto yeah. Shop, actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah, that seems more. There are all the seedy characters in there. <laughs> yeah. I think I saw one of them in a courtroom once a long time ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, good times, high school. All right, what's else? What else is on my list here? AirPods Pro. Yeah, the software that was fantastic. Obviously, it's all integrated. Um. I finished The Expanse. That's a TV series that Amazon bought. I saw an episode of it the other day. My roommate had it on. It's like they, like this ship crash lands into, <clears throat> into a planet, and then like this other group meets up with them, and then there's like these flying razor blade insect things that oh, attack funny. them. <laughs> you were watching season four. Yeah. There's so much that happens in that series. It feels like you kind of watched a couple years worth i know that the shows came out in a series over a, num a number of years but you live so much of their life through the series that the passage of time is fast like a good book but anyway it's a good uh, science fiction series where uh, humans have spread throughout the solar system they're on Pretty much every asteroid, every rock in space, planets, asteroids, mining everything, taking ice because it's 
water's scarce and uh, humans have lived in the outer solar system long enough that uh, there's generations of people in this TV series that they don't know what it's like to live on a planet. They've always lived in uh, ships. So their bones can't handle gravity on Earth. And there's these terrorist yeah, factions. They're the, the belters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah so when to, you, what's the thing they inject themselves with? It was like some bone growth. Uh, some bone growth crap. Doesn't work for everybody. Okay. There's tons of training and stuff that a belter would have to do in order to live on Earth. Earth's level of gravity. Or really any gravity. Because they can't handle it. They call them long bones. Yeah, I don't. And, uh, I don't have. I don't know the lingo or anything. I just, I just know that they're called. Other than that, I know they're called belters. The attention and then there's to the detail. Mars, the Martians are like super strong too, right? They have a lot of high technology, and they have less than Earth's gravity on Mars, but they train at one G, so that they're simulating Earth's gravity, as if they wanted to invade and take back Earth. The Martians yeah, they are have hardcore. like some. They're like. Uh, I don't remember the woman. There's like some woman that's like very overbearing. That's like. Yeah, she's in the the Earth, uh, the inner, the UN secretary or something. Yeah, it's all UN stuff. Like that's the whole. Oh yeah, it's total globalist stuff. All yeah. of Earth has united. And <laughs> yeah. There's still tribes, you know, there's the Martian tribe, the Earth tribe, and they're all fighting it out just on a bigger scale. You need to watch that uh, series. Season yeah. one, there's a, a belter terrorist that they, uh, they, they capture, bring him back to Earth, and then the way that they torture him to get information out of him is they put his arms, they uh, lift his body up and put his arms on hooks just to hold him to hold him up and let his body sag in the gravity. And the gravity is almost great enough. Horrible. To, yeah. The gravity is almost just, it's just earth. You know, you just, it would be completely comfortable to any normal human on earth. And, uh, the gravity is almost strong enough to break his neck. And there's some UN convention that says that they're not allowed to use gravity torture and they have to put him in a pool. <laughs> That's to relieve him from yeah. the gravity. The details Horrible. are really cool. Season three or season four, they had this really interesting fire scene where uh, a control panel lights on fire and it's in zero G. So there wouldn't, there's no gravity. There wouldn't be a flame, not a flame that you're used to seeing. The flame comes out of the, the control panel as an orb. The fact that they thought about that detail was really impressive. And there's a, another a thing that I look for in any kind of space movie or space TV show. Crying. If they're crying in zero G, the tears don't run down their face. Yeah. They and they make that mistake. Well, they don't, they don't float away. They just clean the, the tears clean to your eyes and just blind you. You have to absorb all the water away from your eyes. What, unless you're blinking though, because if you're blinking, it would push them out one minute. It still clings. There's stories on YouTube you can find astronauts that have uh, sneezed or yawned or 
done something where their eyes tear up. But they, they paid attention to that one detail in a future episode, like season three or season four, the previous episodes, the previous seasons, they kind of overlooked that and tears went down. They, well, I wonder if they've ever actually, you know how like there's all the Hollywood movies where they seem to get all the details right of stuff in space. So I wonder if they're using like the same consulting, like I wonder how many of them consult with like NASA and stuff like that to actually get this stuff right. You know, like I don't know what their budget is for that show, but from what I saw in that one episode, it seemed like it was pretty high budget. Like the CGI was really good. Like the, they yeah, that, find like these locales that they can film at that look like other planets. Yeah. But that's because of the Amazon budget. Yeah. The previous seasons kind of stayed away from showing wide planet shots. They never, they were never really on location. They did most of their stuff in front of a green screen and then they would just, they would place them in a city or place some kind of background through the window. And apparently yeah, I need to watch it. I need to watch it from the beginning because I love sci-fi stuff, but I have commitment issues with TV shows these days. I never finish them. Um, or if I do like I skip entire seasons and then like I'm cause I'm too lazy to watch prior seasons and then I'll just like read a synopsis and then I'll finish the series like I'll miss like two or three seasons of a long running series. That's what I did with Game of Thrones. I like didn't watch like the fourth, I think the third through fifth seasons. And then I think season six was the last one and I watched that. Were you disoriented when it was a whole new cast and they killed everybody that you knew before? They don't really introduce a whole lot of new characters in that show. Like they do slowly, but the final season they didn't really introduce anyone new. It was all the long the people that were still alive it was focusing on. <clears throat> um Did you want to see the nineteen seventeen World War One movie? Yes. And I've read it's got a ninety eight percent uh audience score. Wow. Yeah. And it's from what I've read, it is like watching a two hour long like video game because it's all one take the whole movie. Which is really cool because I don't think that's ever done been done for a war movie before, let alone World War One. Like that's really cool. So I heard it's like super intense, like from the very beginning to the end. I want to watch that and Star Wars, which reminds yeah, me. Yeah, Star Wars I haven't seen yet. Isn't there a new episode of Mandalorian? Where's my Apple TV remote? It's supposed to come out on Friday, I think. It's too far away. Yeah, they released last week's on Wednesday because the movie was coming out. My uh, roommate saw it. He said he liked it. He was surprised he actually liked it because the the critics hate it. It's got a bad reviews from the critics, but the uh, audience score is pretty high. I've already had some major spoilers. I'm not gonna say. 
that are kind of like make you question what we're thinking. Um, but I'm going to still see it out of curiosity. That's good. Mandalorian. Let's see. What episode are six? Okay, yeah. Seven, I mean. Yeah, so eight will be out soon. When everybody hears this. Um, any new games or anything? No. There's a bunch of Steam. There's a Steam sale that I think ended. I missed every sale. Anything game related, I missed. I think that putting all my game stuff on another user account has been good for my productivity and bad for my gaming. Because I don't game anymore. You, you game a little bit. Yeah, rarely. I do want to do some more 2v2 on Counter-Strike Go. Yeah, CSGO. That's always a good one to return to. It's like, it's it's good in, in bursts. I can't play it consistently because I get too frustrated. Um, and I think everyone's hacking <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um... But it's a good one to go to back to in bursts. Um, you, you still play Insurgency from time to time, don't you? Yeah, it's um, the one true game. One two one true the FPS. One, the one true yes. No correction. That was Unreal Tournament and Quake. Okay. Yes. And unfortunately, both have they're all but gone now. The new Quake, the developers ruined it. <clears throat> Maybe we'll get an Unreal, the the a true Unreal tournament on Unreal Engine four, but I'm not gonna hold my breath. Um, I uh, took the bait recently, and I uh, resubbed for a month of WoW Classic. What? Yeah. Yep, and uh, it's purely nostalgia driven. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna do any of that rating bullshit. You know, it. What's interesting with that game? I know you never got into it, but what they're doing with classic is they're basically keeping it like frozen in time as far as the content releases. So there, it's gonna get two years worth of content releases that would uh, equate to how much content they had come out between the years of 2004 and 2006 or seven, which is when the first expansion came out. So everything, the thing that's, that's interesting and incentivizing about it is that if you really want to play a certain character, once you get a max level to 60, that's it. Not doing balance changes or anything like that, like they've been doing with the retail version where they release new expansions every year and they nerf classes and buff other classes and then the PvP is totally broken. So you you can kind of like play a character exactly how you want to because they're never going to completely change it like they did in the past. So what's going to happen is in two years, assuming people are still playing, which I think they will be playing classic, 
they're going to hit a point where they can't release any more content because if they do, it would be going into the next expansion pack. So unless they do like a Burning Crusade expansion pack with uh, uh, Burning Crusade Classic, which Burning Crusade was the first expansion pack. Wait, and just repeat the process? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's kind of like, what's the point? Like, of I get it to play out of enjoyment and nostalgia, but like these guys that are raiding and stuff like that, it's like if it's going to get to that point eventually, then you're just repeating the same process that you did 10 years ago or 15 years ago. I'm only playing because I always wanted to level Shadow Priest because they're dirty and you can mind control people. Do you ever watch the the old uh, net series, uh, Pure Onage? Yeah. Yeah, did you see the episode where the, the main guy is talking about playing his Shadow Priest and he's like hanging out in front of Black Rock Mountain. There's like lava in the bottom there. And what he would do is he would mind control people. You would mind control noobs into the lava. <laughs> Basically, you take cast a spell, you take over their character, and you can control them and just go run and jump into the lava. Yeah, I always wanted to do that because I had that done to me numerous times, and it was extremely frustrating. I'm like, I would like to do that. I, I think I found the clip. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just going to send you the clip. I'll send, I'll send you the results, and you tell me which one it is. Oh, shit. First that link, then this. Uh, click the YouTube one. Is it... Just read the title, because they're not going to be sorted in the same order. I forgot all about the girl. Yeah, the girl. Uh, it's... I think it's like episode six, I think it was. Uh, he's like standing out in a park... I can see episode six here, but he's like asleep on a desk. Yeah, because he's playing WoW and he like. Is that episode six? Shadow. Oh, Shadow Word Pain. That's it. <laughs> Shadow Word Pain. Yeah, I saw that one pop up. I'm a pony of Azeroth. That one. Okay, so skip to like. Yeah, I'll give you the embed one. Uh... <laughs> he's playing on a CRT. Yeah, this is old. Wow, this was uploaded. How do you okay, original uh, do release the embed? 2005. Hit share and then check the start at but, uh, little box. Where's the share? Oh. I'm getting suggested videos for uh, Paranormal Survivor. Channel, Nate, link to YouTube. Ghost Adventures. That's it. Yeah, I was like, looked at it at the right point. So World of Warcraft, you know, it's like... Oh, no, it's too much talking. It's I like a one minute thing. Like, I don't want to play the whole thing. I do see him slapping... Owning noobs, though. <laughs> Doing the hip... 60 in like... You know, like two days or whatever. It was just for fun. Like, I like to hang outside of Black Rock Mountain and, you know, I just kind of throw noobs in the, in the lava with mind control. So basically... <laughs> uh, 2005 yeah that was the state of media back then you had to serve that stuff from your web server this was all pretty much pre, uh pre-youtube 
YouTube existed, but you needed like Flash Player. I guess you needed Flash Player until like 20, 2012 or something, 2013. Good times. Yeah, that show right. ran for almost 10 years, I think. With large gaps in between. Yeah. Click the Qubit link I sent you. That one actually isn't as good as this one. The Indiegogo campaign. Qubit is... It's like... Uh, here, I'll read this Hacker News headline that I saw. Where did it go? Um, it's a NAS for your home network. And this guy's some story I saw on Hacker News or Lobsters says that it's basically a data center Trojan horse for your home. Because what they want to do is you store uh, your data on half the total storage of the device. So if you buy uh, one terabyte, it has two terabytes on it. And then 500 is other people's redundant data stored on it. And then the other 500 is leased to uh, business customers. And they could use your IP address, potentially, if they used it for forwarding services. But they would basically be uh, pulling from your qubit little bits of information. So any information you put on your qubit is split into 20, either 24 or 34 parts and then a percentage of that is distributed amongst other qubits so you have a local cache but a cloud backup also something like that huh so, so this you, is fun so this is funded then yeah seven hundred thousand dollars It's a cool it's idea. Cool. Yeah. They basically can you add your own uh external storage or something? Yeah, because it's got a USB uh slot on it. Yeah, you might be able to. Huh, that's cool. You'd only be able to use a portion of it, I would think. It's got an interesting design. That honeycomb design? Yeah, and then it's boxy in the back. Or like... I don't know what shape that would be. Yeah, it's like cut out. Maybe that's just so the cable bends. I don't know. Probably all empty space inside there. They don't have much storage. This kind of makes me think of the helm. Yeah, is, that's what it made me think of. Uh, the company runs the server infrastructure that connects your turnkey hardware where you physically possess the stuff stored, but the infrastructure is managed by the, uh, the service provider. That's kind of what this is. Cause if they stop showing up to work, things would start to break and your qubit wouldn't be serving your files everywhere. Yeah. Well, 
I'm always a little wary with these Kickstarter things because you're the guinea pig when this thing first comes out. It could be a turd. Could have like reliability issues. Could overheat. You know. Yep. There's no guarantee it should even come out. Well, in 709 grand seems pretty low too for a project like this. It probably like, has a all the logistics pie. that are involved and everything. Yeah, I don't know how you're gonna pay people's salaries. Yeah, it looks like their team only have four people, but still, I mean, all of your overhead seems pretty low. Maybe Sounds they got a what is it like Shark Tank or something like that investor. Yeah. I like that it pulls your information from other other sources. You're not directly pulling it from your house. I like that just because it's faster. It's weird that it's coming from other people's homes. And I guess there's enough redundancy. There's enough copies of your information out there that out of the 34 copies or the, the one file split up 34 times only I think 24 or 26 of the uh, qubits have to be on because not everybody's qubits can be on so there's a chance if half the people turned or more than half of the people turned off their qubits no less than half of the people turn off your qubits that you wouldn't be able to pull large portions of your information Okay. Well, are you going to get one? No. <laughs> I literally just discovered this. I thought it was cool. Okay. I like my helm. Yeah. That thing's been pretty good. You've had that about a year now, haven't you? Yeah. It's, uh, it's coming up on a year. And I'm supposed to be... They're supposed to subscribe me to some... Recurring hundred dollar hundred dollar per year subscription to pay for the server management, but I don't have to manage anything. And then since I'm using it uh, with a catch-all address, people freak out when I tell them that my email address is generally their name or their business name at my domain name because they can't figure out how that works. Yeah. Oh, I just so thought of something that I wanted to bring up that, yeah, finish what we were talking about. No, just nobody's ever heard of a catch-all. Uh, we've set them up for our clients. Everyone's surprised like the that Because the boss of the company needs to see every employee's email because they're control freaks. We've set up catch-alls for that. Um, but anyway... Um, I wanted to kind of rant because I was going to talk about this last week, but yeah, wasn't feeling great. Um, I wanted to rant about Intel and how they've, I think they've committed a cardinal sin by removing all of their legacy <laughs> dry, BIOS and driver files off their fucking site. That is unacceptable. You didn't get the notice? They, I had to fucking re I had to do a Google search to find a fucking Engadget story about it. They didn't email me. We're an Intel channel partner, and they don't. They didn't even send us oh, fucking emails yeah. about it. 
See, that's shocking. But come on, sixty days or however long it was. I don't wasn't care. Long enough that to scour their whole site. Unex- that, I'm sorry. With the forethought, forethought of pulling all of the legacy drivers for yourself. It's fucking unacceptable. Yeah, it kind of is. They could just you put have, it on S3. You have Chinese and Taiwanese companies that make pennies on the dollar in, in net revenue that Intel makes, yet they can still host BIOS files for all of their fucking product line going back 15 years. Like, BIOS files that are like kilobits or kilobytes. Yeah. Like, how much storage is that taking up on their servers? Well, all of their infuriating. All of their website content combined was probably less than two terabytes. It's infuriating because now I have a board, an ITX board that is from the year 2013, that still works fine, but I can't update the BIOS on it now, and I can't update drivers on it. Wow, that's considered legacy. I was thinking it was like Pentium three stuff. No, it's everything. All of, and they're they're getting rid of their server support too next year. All their server boards. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Intel. What? I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what their business model is anymore. Like they sold off their modem line to Apple. Like they're. Yeah, that is weird, isn't that? They're losing their ass uh, to AMD now with the Epic chips because those are way better way more bang for the buck than oh, i switched uh, all my servers to all amd yeah it was overnight they, too the only thing that they still beat amd amd at is the uh, desktop line processors because the performance per core is better but with server setups nowadays you're utilizing more cores anyway you know like gaming and stuff it's still usually 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 using two to four cores tops some games still only use one still, but, and that's where Intel has an advantage. But as far as like practical applications go, enterprise stuff, AMD is eating their lunch. So I don't know what they're doing, but that really pissed me off. I didn't realize how bad it was getting. 2013 yeah. is not old enough to get rid of. No. And I think they kept making desktop boards until like 20, I think it was like the Haswell stuff, like 2014, 2015, maybe. Yeah, when I link to stuff on my site and it's my own content I'm linking to, I generally support linking back to it so far, like eight years. It's like eight to, well, no, it's more like 10 years. After 10 years, I'll safely disconnect the link because there's probably no references to it on the internet left but yeah that is definitely a bad practice to break previously good links like all those downloads and now you have to go to some sketchy website who archived everything you don't know that you're getting the right BIOS update, you're probably rooting your box. Even if that the even if the source was trustworthy, unless they've cryptographically signed all of their binaries on their site, 
you don't know that the version that's still up there is the correct version and their site didn't get hacked and then the binary was replaced. So you really couldn't find a driver? Nope. They have nothing. Their site is completely wiped. And so I'm kind of hoping that some kindred spirit did a site rip and is hosting it on an archive.org People did. Page. Um, well, I, I couldn't find... I think the guy only did it back a certain range. I don't think he did it... Because uh, the, the board that... In, the, this ITX board that I needed the BIOS update for, I think was unsupported as of 2015. So I don't know if the archive.org post that I was looking at or the post that had the link to the archive.org uh, uh, site rip um, went back that far. I think it only went back a few years. All right, I have a link for you. It's a little demonic looking, but scan anything you download from here. It's called The Eye. And it's a collection of people. It's kind of like the archive team people. There's a site called the archive team. It's a collection of hoarders. And they like to download everything. All the things. I think it, they, they, I think they host the largest porn collection in the world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's one of their many prizes. Um, you can see some of the files by going to files on their site. There is a chance that there's Intel drivers in here. And if you get access to the rest of their stuff, there's a chance that there's more stuff. Like they just archive all the things. Yeah, I don't know why the site, site looks, looks like it's like a uh, Illuminati. It, yeah. Or some kind it's of Satan worship thing. Yeah. It's missing some owls. They're probably in the source. Okay. Well, JFK files, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm gonna go through uh go through this. My bookmark it. Alright, I think that's that's it. We're good. Okay. Until next week. Bringyourwallet.com slash contact for suggestions. Bringyourwallet.com slash donate to support the show and share the show. See you next week. Sayonara.